I'm Jen and welcome to the Sharing Secrets podcast. This is where I invite you all on my journey to discover all the tips and tricks or should I say secrets to a happy healthy life. I started this journey a few years ago when I had a back injury. It put me in a bad place mentally as well as physically but I feel that these are the best times to learn about ourselves. I had to take time away from running my new business which was a massive challenge but in that time I really learned a lot and I now want to share that with all of you. I want to create a space where anything goes and we can all learn from each other's secrets. So each week I will invite a new guest on to share their secrets and ask them the questions to what makes them successful and happy in this amazing life. I will also share a secret myself each week that I believe has helped me along with new recipes, book recommendations and much more. I believe that we all have our ups and downs. We're human, right? But it's all about having the knowledge and being surrounded with the people who can help us get back on track. So let's get on to the show. Who's our first guest? Hey and welcome back to episode four. Thank you again for your positive response to this podcast. I really am enjoying sharing my knowledge and learning new secrets. I hope you're all getting some tips too and are starting to find little bites of happiness through sharing this journey with me. As always, please remember to subscribe, rate and recommend as this will really help me to grow. I will also share as many secrets from my guests and myself daily over on the Instagram Sharing Secrets podcast. Before we get on to today's guest, I really want to say a massive thank you to my big sister Erin. She has spent hours editing and coaching me through this whole process and I wouldn't be able to put it all together without her. So thank you Erin. Now on to today, I have Talia. She is a good friend of mine. She's such a kind and beautiful soul that I believe has so much to share. She has spent time living with Buddhist monks in Thailand, learning the discipline of meditation and the law of attraction. She loves sports and physical activities and was always on the school's hockey team. Then she went on to study sports and exercise science with a diploma in sports nutrition. I can't wait to get more into that. Talia has often looked to start her own business, but she's often found the prospect of it just far too intimidating and kept brushing it off. You know, it will happen one day. It wasn't until Talia was made redundant from a job that she thought she needed, but didn't actually make her happy. So she was then in a position that she was pushed to do something for herself and make her own choices and her own happiness. The studying and knowledge that she has done throughout the years was finally all clicking together. And in November 2019, she started her own health, wellness and skincare business. It makes her so happy to see people being happy and help to create a happy and healthy life with them. She is constantly around like-minded people now and I can see how much she has grown and her newfound confidence really makes her so radiant and I, I just had to share her with you all. So let's get Talia on the show. I'd like to make you all aware that I feel the sound quality on this week's show hasn't been the best. I hope you can all bear with me and understand that all the recording I've been doing has been remotely due to the COVID circumstances and when it's appropriate I will be working from a much better quality face-to-face -face recording. I felt the interview was too exciting and too real to redo so I hope you enjoy. Hey Talia. Hi Jen, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. You've had a nice sweaty day at work today. It's been a glorious day outside, so uh, which means a very hot day in the office. So what uh, six months you've had, I told everyone in the introduction that you obviously were made redundant and you've kind of used that to catapult you into this whole new 
world and now you have your own business and so do you want to tell us all a little bit about that journey so the very start of last year into 2018 actually I got what I thought was going to be my dream job I'd kind of worked my way up the corporate ladder and was working a sales and marketing role being I just thought I was really really enjoying myself and it seemed to be my absolute dream job but I got kind of caught up into the vortex of big corporate lifestyle mm-hmm. um, and I don't know as much as I thought that I was loving it it was making me quite I don't know, it wasn't giving me the best outlook on life. And I was getting really stressed and really anxious and all these feelings that I hadn't had since like school or exam time, things like this. And I thought, no, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be a grown-up now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not supposed to have any of these feelings. Like, mm-hmm. I was in a job that was making really good money and that's what you do when you're a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Um, as the, the year went on, at one point, obviously, November last year, unfortunately, I was made redundant from that role. And as much as it was devastating when it happened, in hindsight, hindsight is a marvellous thing. <laughs> um, it has opened my eyes to a whole new world. I always knew it was there, but I just wasn't I wasn't in it. I, were, I had been, and I was coming back to it. So being made redundant and having to reevaluate things, like I had the money and I had a really great job, but it actually wasn't making me happy. Yeah. You know, having a really great salary, which is what you think you need to work toward mm-hmm. when you're a grown-up, yeah. wasn't actually um doing those things so I kind of reevaluated and a few years ago before that I worked in the third sector so I worked in charities before and um I really really enjoyed it so I went back during that time when I was looking for a new job I went back to kind of working with charity and with a friend's charity called Our Necessities mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it even though there was no money coming in just then and I was still kind of looking for new jobs to to go into it was so rewarding and I absolutely loved it and it um turns out that there was uh, an opening within the the charity so um, I actually now work at Aber Necessities as well um so that is fantastic and it's a complete switch around like a complete turn on its head to you know working in sales for um you know the corporate market to you'll know yourself when you have a busy day and you're working in a service industry when you've had a busy day you know that you've helped more people it's Mm -hmm. not that you've taken in more money it's Mm -hmm. that you've helped more people and I just think that as you you said it's been a very very sweaty and busy day for me today (laughs) but it just means that I've helped more people yeah which I love yeah it's Um, it's so rewarding isn't it yeah from then taking a step back I thought you know what it wasn't the money that was making me happy I think a lot of us get kind of ego driven in work mm-hmm. and um we all feel like we have to kind of prove something I feel like that has you know it's helped me a lot and I've managed to like have quite a really kind of colorful and a great career and there's a lot of aspects I love about my career but there's a lot of it that I think I do that for the ego side of me and I think you have to have an ego to be you know ambitious and want to do things but actually you're going with it and you're not actually happy and everybody on no. the outside thinks, oh, she's doing well. She, you know, you must be doing fine because, you know, you're obviously being successful. But yeah, it's so interesting that you've said that because a few people that I've spoken to have um said, you know, at the be- best point of their career on the outs, like looking outside in, was the yeah. unhappiest they've ever been on the inside. Mm-hmm. And it takes 
a bigger like amount of courage to be able to to change it around and it's almost like well like you had to lose your job to to have the confidence to go and do something else mm-hmm. and it's so good and I just I mean I remember when you lost the job at the start you were quite like oh you were quite relieved but you were like oh well, you know it's a panic because I've not got a job but I actually feel happy you were already a bit happier because it was just so bad for you towards the end but it's like up in this hamster wheel of I've got to keep going and this is what I think I'm meant to be doing and this is what everybody thinks I'm meant to be doing and ah you know it's the ego thing really fascinates me right now because it is like the key factor in personality and human nature and it's basically what drives every single choice that you make is ego it's and it and I think once you get to a certain point in your life where you know like is my ego driving for my own happiness or for other people's mm-hmm. perception of my happiness or their happiness. Yeah. And then you need to find the balance. If you're wanting to just feed your own ego all the time, then it will just be that outward looking perception of happiness yeah. as opposed to you know, making yourself happy. Once you're happy, the amount of people that have just reached out that I've maybe not spoken to for ages that just drop me a message and go, oh my goodness, what are you doing? You seem so happy. Yeah. And I'm like, where does that come from? And they're like, you just seem really happy. You're doing things that you enjoy and you like and you're, yeah. it shows. I feel like that's said straight away when I thought about people to do. I'd said to Laura, who's a mutual friend of ours, you know, I'd love to have Tally on the show because I just... I feel inspired when I look at you on any, like even when I see you in the street or in the house or whatever, you're just, you are like a different person. You've always been happy, but you're just almost, I said it in the intro, like you've almost got this like confidence about you because you're confident in the decisions that you've made and you're not making those decisions for anybody else's happiness. You're actually making mm-hmm. them for your happiness. And it's funny that you're saying about quite interesting egos just now, because I feel like I am. And I think the, the lockdown situation is really made people do what they want to do like for example me doing this podcast I thought about it and I speak about this kind of thing with my friends all the time but the oh putting it out there oh well I can't I'm a hairdresser and I'm and I'm a businesswoman so I can't really go and do this whole well-being thing but actually it's what I want to do so I'm doing it I feel so happy another thing I said in your intro is like you're surrounded with like-minded people all the time now so when you find your thing it just kind of all falls into place. It is. It's getting away from, we've just, I think it's maybe just the world we live in just now is just so ego driven and it's all be famous and I've got to be the best at this and I, well, if she can do it, I can do it. And yeah, it's just, it's too much, isn't it? It's really interesting because a lot of people want to, yeah, do that. And if she can do it, I can do it. And I want to be better and say ego driven. But you can write down on paper all you want, all the steps you're going to take, and you know exactly how you can be better than that person mm-hmm. and get to the top. Mm-hmm. But unless you take the first step and start actioning it, which is usually the scariest thing for people's okay. ego because they're stepping right and they're saying, do you know what? I'm doing this. I'm telling the world that they're going to do something new and people will judge them for it. And hopefully you've surrounded yourself with people that are going to like stand by you and go, Oh my god, yes, go for it. That ego thing is always there going, what if they think that I can't do it? What if they what if they think that I'm stupid? But yeah, as you say, but I'm just a hairdresser. They're gonna be like, Why am I doing a podcast? It's just scared of what people think. When you're like you have to care what people think, but it's not gonna affect how you deliver it at the end of the day. It's fascinating, isn't it? We can go on I know. I know I'm just loving this whole like community that I feel like I'm surrounding myself with and I feel like once you're in a community and you have people that 
support you. you you get more confidence in being able to keep going we could literally talk about this for hours so we should really move on to the next thing <laughs> so interesting and i also think that we have to use these negative points in life to make them positives you have to hit the bottom to at things before you can then start going up and i just oh i've always thought that anyway let's get on to secret number one i love your secret number one do you want to tell us what it is my first secret is be your biggest cheerleader. You have to believe in yourself. Yeah. I'm a huge believer in the law of attraction. If if you don't believe in yourself, then how on earth are other people going to believe that you can do something yeah. if you don't believe that you can do it yourself? When you make the decision that you want to do something, then jump in both feet. As much as you're scared that people will judge you for it or it's not going to work or you might not like it, it's probably outweighed with more good benefits. It's funny, isn't it? This like fear that we have, which when you say it out loud, sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. who cares what anybody thinks but when you're thinking about it it's like what if you think that and did you learn a lot of the about the law of attraction in thailand so thailand was i think Sounds i was amazing. 19 when i went to thailand so that was like a really rough in my life which i think pretty much all of us if anybody else is like mid-30s you'll say that, that, that like they go through this like late teens part so I just took myself away by myself. I thought, you know what, I'm gonna, and I'm going away. So I went traveling by myself. I went to Southeast Asia and I spent a period of time in Thailand by myself and went and stayed in a Buddhist monk's temple. Now that's not something that, I wasn't into like meditation or yoga or anything back then, but we were over there and the opportunity came up and I was like, yeah, do you know what? Let's do it. Let's immerse, I'm just gonna immerse myself in the culture. And I was like, what do I need to bring? And they were like, nothing, you'll get, close to where the, the village around you give you food I was like, so we don't buy food there's no gar- I don't know what I'm having for my tea for my dinner <laughs> I, I love food all these beautiful Thai curries and I don't know what I'm having for my dinner yeah. every night but every day you spend time learning to meditate and just finding like that peace and tranquility and then what they within the community is the monks went out and blessed the community and shared their calm and their peace and they could almost sense that one of the households just needed some time with them and they could honestly just be with them as opposed to need to say anything or advise them and as we walked out and were walking through the village people would just come out and leave food out offerings or thank yous because the monks were like the law of attraction they were giving selflessly they didn't they were never expecting anything so they they didn't grow food themselves but as a thank you they were given all these wonderful things from people so that's almost where that law of attraction like give unconditionally and selflessly and things will like the universe will return to you what you kind of need if you start immersing yourself in that mindset the universe does give you what you what you need and what you're asking yeah it's like you say though it's the same as like surrounding yourself with these people that are like-minded because that's what naturally will happen so if you start putting that outwards that this is what you believe and this is what excites you and this is what you know is your kind of thing those people start getting attracted to you so then it's like it's it, it sounds like it doesn't make sense when you say it out loud but if you start to break it down and think, oh, that is why it makes sense, because people just start getting attracted to you, what you're what you're looking for, and you both bounce off each other, and then, good one, I love that so much. So, do you practice meditation daily, and any kind of law of attractions? I started um, a few 
No, we're probably getting on for maybe two months now, doing a miracle morning. Yeah. I absolutely love it. My miracle morning, and I think a lot of people have their own little versions of what it. What can I say to you, a miracle morning? So it only takes about 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and I never, ever used to be a morning person. Really? Oh, this is so interesting then, because my, I said a few times, my sisters, well, my family um, and Connor are all nighttime people. So me and my mom are morning people and everyone else around us are nighttime people so they all say to me well I can't do that because I'm like I can't get up in the morning when I'm like well you need to do this so this is a, a good tip to yeah. share to non-morning people exactly and you know what if they keep telling themselves that they're not morning people they're not going to be a morning person exactly they need to tell themselves they love the morning they love <laughs> six o'clock in the morning <laughs> so how did you start to get your medical morning in your routine do you know what the first thing so i'll tell you what it is i do in just a second but the first thing that has made me be able to get up in the mornings now mm-hmm. is i completely and utterly not changed my diet but i have learned like when we'll get out to this as well how my body works yeah so if i have a really heavy dinner well it doesn't even have to be really heavy but if i have like starchy carbs or like lactose or like cheese and like mm-hmm. a yogurt or something for dinner i am so lethargic in the morning because yeah. it acts like your body needs to use more energy to break that down yeah i know for a fact that if i am struggling to wake up in the morning i'll think what did i have for my dinner oh well there you go I had like a pizza with cheese on it <laughs> I'm so so lethargic and I can't get up but I snooze my alarm and I get really annoyed at myself and I'm really grumpy every other day I now, now don't need an alarm which astounds me I am awake at six o'clock in the morning wow. I no longer have I've never ever thought that I'd say that but I wake yeah. up at six o'clock in the morning and I get up I get myself a drink whether it's like lemon water come back to bed and I've got a journal I've got a gratitude journal yeah I started so it's your everyday journal you know or diary with days written out yeah. and every morning that I wake up I will write at least five points to what I'm grateful for that day yeah and it doesn't have to be like deep in meaningful it can literally be like I'm grateful it's sunny outside grateful that I'm happy today um let's start so you don't have to like room. think of really deep sometimes I think when I'm you know in a yoga class or whatever and they're like think of an intention you feel like you have to sound so wise to yourself almost but yeah simply no. saying like when the weather is good it makes you feel better all it does is actually set that tone in your head for the day yeah so it's not even that it has to be wise you're not telling somebody like this really wise thought you're literally just setting the tone for the day you're, yeah. you're that you're grateful and i then do five affirmations again People that don't do them, and if you've never done them before, or when you start to do them, you think you sound really silly, but writing them down, being like, I am positive, strong, I know. great. <laughs> so do you write them down rather than say them out loud? I write. I, I like to write them first thing in the morning, because, you know, warm up the throat. I like to write write things first. Like, have some, like, twinkle, twinkle piano music on as well. Have a little, like, on my phone. On my phone. But it takes, like, a couple of minutes. Five things I'm grateful for. Five things that I want to, as I say, be my biggest cheerleader. You can do this. Yeah. Law of attraction. You're telling yourself that yeah. you are this person. So you will be this person. Yeah. yeah. Like, on a daily basis, I write down, 
I will and I can run 5k in under 30 minutes. <laughs> Brilliant. And how are you getting over your 5k? Are you managed because you're out running quite a lot now. 32 minutes was the last one. So well done. Not keep, far to go. I'll keep telling my telling myself in my affirmations until it happens. Good. Um, and then that. I I think it takes some people a bit of time to work up to med, to meditating. Mm-hmm. And I like over a long period of time, but it doesn't have to be long. So I will do like max 10 minutes probably yeah. and I just like to keep the music playing and like calm my mind because I can feel already once I've done my affirmations that my mind starts to race what I've got to do for the day yeah. so having 10 minutes just to like have a little think about how your body's feeling what you've just written down for the day really focus on those thoughts and um, you know some people don't think about different things when they meditate just calming calming my mind okay, um, it's just like for, giving yourself that time it's yeah. like your time to come to as well can I mm-hmm. ask going back a little bit because you know I love food so what do you have for tea <laughs> so I always will make sure not always I if I need to get up in the morning and I'm and when I'm being good and I'm kind of like on a good roll I am um, would have my tea before eight o'clock because that for me means I'm definitely not I'm going to be much more awake. Interesting you saying about like some foods that you won't have. So I do try and have a lighter tea. In Ayurveda, they always say that you should have your like biggest meal between 12 and 2. So I always try and do that. Mm-hmm. But I guess just now with um with lockdown and everything, I'm probably not having as light a tea because I'm enjoying cooking and you're kind of like in yeah. the kitchen and stuff. So yeah, what tips have you got for like good dinner ideas? For dinner, I tend to... I just have like protein and veg totally fills me up I was laughing the other day because I actually like had allocated for myself I was like right I'm gonna have a chicken burger and I was like gluten-free bread and I was really looking forward to it and I was like right have some chips because it's Friday night and then I made my dinner and sat down to eat it and I hadn't even cooked the chips I just had this massive thing of salad and I was still as excited to eat it it was only when I sat down I went I forgot to make chips, oh. but I'm so out of the loop now of making like potatoes or pasta or you know something that That's carbohydrate. Yeah. And it's not that carbohydrates are bad. No. I just know that the next day how I feel, so I don't yeah. have them. And I'd rather have a mountainous plate so my eyes think I'm eating heaps, but it's just like kale and veg and salad and yeah. like really into like cabbage coleslaw, but yeah. I'm the you know, like a cabbage salad. Yes. Love it. I've been making a lot of sauerkrauts now because cabbage is in season just now. So the best thing to do with your cabbage is definitely make like a sauerkraut or a kimchi because it lasts for like four or five months. So you can still eat your cabbage throughout the year and it still be you know, as good and as fresh rather than having it when it's not in season. I mean, yeah, we genuinely could just keep speaking about this, like getting really kind of excited about things. But to go back to you saying about the carbohydrates are bad because they're not. And I think that's what my secrets that I'm sharing with people. I'm trying to teach people that food isn't bad. It's just when you eat and what you eat, cut out all the processed stuff and half fat stuff and just eat pure good food and, and know the times to eat it. So don't eat it too late have your breakfast within the first hour of waking up and have your lunch between 12 and 2 and make that your biggest meal of the day but you don't have to eat cabbage leaves all day you can have like make it into a nice like cabbage with a nice bit of protein you can have a curry or just maybe leave out the rice people always are saying oh you're always be eating like weird things because I'm eating like lentils and stuff but you don't have to eat a lettuce leaf to to lose weight or oh, to feel better because actually you're not nourishing your body by eating that lettuce leaf it's full of water that's yeah. all it is 
you'd rather, I'd rather you drink the water. But mm-hmm. it's that's it's just trying to teach people this whole mindset of how much I've learned. And it's like, I love speaking to people like you that's confirming my thoughts yeah. and what I'm trying to say. Because it's like, yeah, yeah, it does make sense. I'm not crazy. <laughs> One of the one of the best ways that I've learned how my body works is my background from university. Just yep. to rewind again, is um, sport and exercise science, and I um, have a diploma in sports nutrition as well. I have always found like nutrition and how what you put in your body affects performance. Hundred um, percent. That has always fascinated me, and I kind of fell out of that a bit after university because you study something for you know six years was how long I studied for and once I finished I was a bit like right I went traveling came back didn't really know what I wanted to do like tried all different um you know various works and things like that but now I've started my own business so after I was in London I went to work in the third sector um with Aber Necessities which I absolutely love I also well as you know I approached you a couple of times like over a number of years to say Jen I want to start my own business I'm yearning to be passionate about something for my own for so long I just had no direction I had no idea of what I wanted it to be. We've sat down on numerous occasions like brainstormed for me, different business ideas, I've drawn up business plans and things. And it was just always a bit daunting or I just maybe it wasn't what I thought that I wanted to do. But now I found it. And I started my own health and wellness um and skincare business with a company called Arbon. And it's yeah. taken me quite a lot of research to find the right company to slot into. It's important to find something that kind of shares the same beliefs and values that you have and I think that's when you can be successful I think too many people think I want to be successful and I'll do what they're doing because that's work whereas when you actually start to look into yourself and what inspires you you then can see like that just naturally it's like law of attraction again it just naturally (laughs) starts to breed success because you're just naturally good at it because you care about it and it's work you don't have to think about it but when you start to have to think about it it then yeah. doesn't become successful, does it? And you can't, like, you need to be authentic when yes, you're speaking about something for people to buy into it and believe in you and want to know more about what you're doing. And you can't do that if it's forced, if you didn't learn a script. Yeah. Because somebody says, like, I could never be good at selling, like, a car engine because I have absolutely no idea, no interest in learning about a car engine. I've always grown up in a household where everything is environmentally friendly, everything is like a bit hippy-dippy and, you know, we're not using that, we're using cruelty-free and we're using eco-friendly and, you know, I have never in my life used bleach. Do you know, like, anything with chemicals in it, just what didn't exist in our house. So all of us, like, looking after the planet, looking after what's going into you and nourishing you and things like that and what you're putting on your skin and that's what Arbonne is all about, healthy living from the inside out and I think that part is what really resonated with me yeah. is the fact that it's not just skincare, hair care, it's nutrition as well. When you're healthy on the inside, it glows. Yeah. And then and then you can add to it with makeup and yeah. you know, making sure that you've got this skincare. But your gut's like one of the largest internal organs and it needs to be able to work optimally for it to then, you know, this is part of my sports science coming out now. But you know, <laughs> if your gut can't absorb the food that you're putting in it's not going to be able to, you know, replenish the muscles when you've been working out or fire correctly. You know, people get brain fog. 
your brain's not getting the activity and the nutrients and everything that it needs at the right time. I know. If it's sluggish, possibly because what you ate the the day before, then it is going to affect your performance. Yeah. So um, Arbonne have got the most amazing nutrition range and I started doing the 30-day kind of cleanse and it just resets the natural pH of your gut. So Mm -hmm. much like your skin, if your gut isn't as optimal pH, you know, your skin will break out in spots or it'll be really dry. If your gut's not working at its optimal pH, it's not going to be able to absorb the nutrients and, you know, break down food as well. So for that 30 days, I cut out all common allergens. Yeah. So like gluten, lactose, vinegars, alcohol, things like that. And you just give and you flush it with nutrients. So like your matcha teas and things like that and, you know, protein, probiotics, prebiotics. It's not a diet, it's not a weight loss, anything. We're just flushing it with yeah. all this nutrient. And then when you start to re after 30 days, when you start to reintroduce things, that's when I realized, you know, I had a like spaghetti carbonara one night and I literally could not get out of bed the next day. It was yeah. like a Saturday. And you're like, it's 12.30, I'm still in bed watching TV. Yeah. Like, that day was just a write-off. I'm like, oh, interesting. That could be, my like, how my body's reacted to that food that's coming. Yeah. So, and then the same with, you know, black, bring back lactose and bring back um, alcohol. And you just really learn how your body reacts to these different things. And then when you know how your body should work and work optimally... It seems silly to make it work at like a half pace. Yeah, I think that's it. I think um, we're all striving to be the best we can be and we're all trying to like keep up with the pace. And I think a lot of people will be listening to the podcast and on pretty much every episode, it's been about a morning routine. There's been a little bit about a morning routine and, and all of us have all said that we have a morning routine and that we get up early, whether we're naturally a morning person or not. But the way to be able to do all this, and this is what I strongly believe, and I bang on about food all the time, but it is what you put in is what you're going to get out, basically. Exactly. Because it, And it's like, it is, it's when you eat it, what you eat, and what works for you. And one man's poison is another man's cure. We all need to know our body. So like we've kind of went, we went on to Secret 2, but we didn't mention, but Secret 2 was that you wanted to take time to know your body. This whole like cleansing your gut is probably a really good way to to then get to know your body a little bit more. Absolutely. And I do think that that is, like, that is a huge secret for me. Get to know how your body works. Don't just take it for granted. And don't, just because you've gone from being a teenager to liking long lives and things like that, doesn't mean that you are not a morning person. Like, get to know your body. I was shocked myself. Like, I'm so productive in the mornings. Yeah. And it's only, and it's because I made that decision. I was like, you know what? Do it for 10 days. See if you can do it. At least prove to yourself that you can get up. And then after, after the 10 days, I was like, do you know what? This actually is great. I'm yeah. so productive in the morning. It means yeah. I'm evenings to myself because I've done everything that I want to do first thing in the morning. Yeah, shifting the mindset. And I think changing your mindset is so much easier to do that when you're feeling a healthier version of yourself. So that's why, you know, I say this podcast is because I want people to be a happier, healthier version of so you're naturally mm-hmm. then happier. And I, th- I think you naturally lose weight and your skin starts to glow just from eating the right food and at the right yeah. time. Because you then can, you start to glow from the inside because your stomach's, you know, your gut's not full of toxins. Yeah. And then you're like up early, you're doing the right thing. You're happier because you're doing your affirmation. Just all like mm-hmm. one big cycle. But, and it is hard to get into it to begin with. You have to change your routine. You have to mm-hmm. kind of change it. But there's so much more benefits to, to doing yeah. it than not. Helping people 
perceive those habits. It's not, I think when people try and, as you say, lose weight and find a glow because they do like a weight management program or a diet, it's because they're forcing themselves to eat things that they're not enjoying or they don't understand why they're eating it. Yeah. And when you understand it, like you understand what good lentils and different herbs and spices do to you, and you're interested in it, and you cook something, all of a sudden it's more delicious because you've made it and you understand how it's going to affect your body. So before, where if you didn't understand it whatsoever, you're like, oh, a sloppy pile of like yellow lentil, oh, I'll eat it because it's going to help me lose weight. But it's the same when people eat a salad, like, oh, I'm just going to have iceberg lettuce and a dry chicken breast for my tea tonight. That will be fine. That's my protein and my, my veg, and I'll be feeling great tomorrow. No, you're not filling your body with anything that it needs right now. You know, I think we all think we've got to eat like bland, blah food. No, there's just it's such an exciting world of food that we could all be feeding ourselves. Enjoying, enjoying the process and learning the healthy habits yeah. is kind of the route that I've gone down. Yeah. And I am so enjoying it and helping people understand like different habits that they can get into to yeah. create a more healthy lifestyle more energy but, and more drive and everything it just all kind of goes together so that was one and two that kind of rolled in together because we we're getting a bit passionate there but that's that's great i love it right secret three i really like your words of wisdom that you i, I want you to say it because it's obviously your words but i i really like it my secret three is something that was said to me back I don't know if it was before I went to India or after I came back and like when I was 19, 20-ish and I was really hung up on lots of things that happened and like people's yeah, judgment and percep- perception of me and things like that and somebody sat me down and went, what you need to realise is the past quite literally no longer exists and the future is yet to be written. The now is what's happening but in the past what you are anxious about and what you're worrying about, mm-hmm. it doesn't exist anywhere in the world apart from in your brain. So the more you think about it and the more you keep it alive, the more it will hurt you. Whereas if you stop thinking about it, nine times out of ten, nobody else that was kind okay. of maybe there in that situation will still be thinking about it. If yeah. it was you that was predominantly in the situation, you're the one that's keeping it alive. Nobody else is because it doesn't exist. And anything that you want to achieve in the future can happen. If It blows my mind that if I right now decide that I want to be a firefighter, I could, I could start <laughs> training. And like in 10 year time, potentially, you know, got my fitness up, did yeah. all the courses, you can be a firefighter. Is this like, a secret that you want to be a firefighter? Maybe I want to be a fire. Maybe I should like fire. Yeah, you just want to be around the firemen. Exactly. Well, that, when that person said that to me, it blew my mind. So yeah. I was like, you know what? You're right. It actually doesn't exist. Like, the past is like a non thing, isn't it? Yeah. That focusing on the past and focusing on the future, I am definitely one of my best friends is a very past thinker. And I'm a very future thinker. So I let the future affect a lot of my moods, my emotions, my thoughts, my decisions. Because I'm thinking so far ahead. I mean, I mean like 10 years ahead. That I'm like, I'm trying to map out backwards. So I'm, this is my biggest thing. So when I saw that that was your third secret, I was like, brilliant. Because, you know, selfishly, this is where I need help. Because I am I am getting a wee bit better. But I 
do you get the fear that once I go back into normal life, whatever that may be, you know, after lockdown, it's a bit like, am I going to have that fear again? Because right now I'm I'm managing to live in the now because I'm not having to plan, you know, I, th- I don't know if it's came from me being a hairdresser and having clients want to book every six, four, six, eight weeks, you know, my <laughs> life has to plan ahead with them uh-huh. so I can accommodate them and make sure that they're all happy. So I don't know if it's came from that or whatever, but I think there's a lot of people out there that do it. I mean, you're like trying so hard to think, well, that's what I want to do in 10 years time. So how am I going to make that? I'm trying so hard to make sure that it works. Everything just now to make sure that that works. But the minute I've stopped doing that and I thought I'm just going to live for the now and I'm just going to do my podcast right now and I'm just going to do this right now, it seems to actually be all okay. And it's less stressful. And you'll probably find that you're naturally taking making those steps towards those things anyway and they'll happen and what's meant to happen will happen i need to that's your law of attraction i know yeah. i know but i'm trying too hard to map it out exactly <laughs> i also have a, vi- a vision board so that that focus of 10 years time so imagine my vision board is just got like me <laughs> you and all the men like a firefighter yeah. calendar yeah. You yeah. poking in the back of the fire engine. <laughs> no, I don't want to be poking in the back. I want to be like in the center with them all. Like, yeah. If you have the images of what you want to happen in 10 years, then you can let it go from your mind because you'll subconsciously see it every day. It's up on your wall. Ah, good tip. That's a really good tip because I created vision boards and then I'm like, oh, wait, is that making me then focus too much on the future but no it's just naturally embedding it in that I don't need to think about it it. like a picture yeah have it as a picture on your wall and it'll subconsciously always be there and you'll know that you're taking the steps and everything that you do is to get you there (laughs) well that is three secrets fully loaded and big secrets I loved every single one of them and they had so much to them and I did I've noted down a few questions but I thought this is just going to naturally roll I can tell it will so that was that was great thank you so much now I know you're a foodie like me and we have bonded over food many times and I know you love to eat food serve food I know you're a big family of women that spend Sundays together being around food a recipe from you would be a great one or a food idea because Picking one. Yeah, it's like um, when somebody's asking you your last meal if you were on death row. That pan- I I think about that sometimes no. when I'm walking, and I, I do panic. I'm like, I don't know what I would have because there's so many things that I enjoy. Well, I know for that because I have thought about it much like you quite a lot. <laughs> it would be like a five course meal with like a a mousse in between. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so how did you finally narrow it down to one oh, recipe? One, uh, all in the middle and you take what you need every sunday all of my family it's really sad right now because we've not done it but without a shadow of a doubt all of my family pile around to one of my auntie's houses 
and all the food is in the middle of the table. Ah, oh, that's amazing. I love a help yourself. That is my favourite way to eat. Not a buffet, not fast for a buffet, but you know, when it's like home cooked, all in the middle of the table, have a bit of that. Because when you only get like two roast potatoes, region, no, you need like 10 roast potatoes. If somebody, if somebody tries to serve me my roast potatoes, oh my <laughs> lord, no. I have to eat my roast potatoes and they have to be the crunchiest and the crispiest. <laughs> yeah. So what would be your favourite thing? Would it be a roast potato or? Interestingly, because I was thinking about this just before we came on, I actually think it's, we always have cauliflower cheese. I knew you were going to say that. I had that in my <laughs> head. <gasps> that is so funny. One because I love cheese. Yeah. And I don't, if I'm going to have cheese, it will be at my roast dinner and it'll be a little bit of cauliflower cheese. But I also found this new, found like, love for cauliflower. Love so cauliflower. The other day I made, so this might be the recipe that's come from, you know, Go through the process of roast dinner. Buffalo, cauliflower, buffalo. Hot oh, I've got that in my interest. Nice. Oh my goodness. So I made them the other day and they are amazing. Oh. Amazing. Blow your face off, spicy, but amazing. And do you have to marinate them the night before or? I didn't. You can make your own hot sauce. Mm -hmm. um, and if you do that, don't use scotch bonnets because they will blow your face off. <laughs> yeah. And that, that, yeah, I think that was the, I like, Decided to use an, an array of chilies. Wow. Silly. Silly. <laughs> yeah. Too adventurous. Um, exactly. So I've tried it with trying to make my own hot sauce and buying shop bought hot sauce and both great. Wow. So brilliant. Need to give that a try then. That sounds Get amazing. That. I have also been trying to be a little bit more sustainable and use all parts of the vegetables. The yes, leaves of the cauliflower, so tasty, mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. so tasty. So you can make it into a kimchi, which is something I am going to do but haven't done yet. And what I've been doing is like roasting them like I would kale. You know if you had crispy oh, kale? Man. They're so good and there's so much nutritional value in them. And you really want to get a cauliflower that's got the leaves on it. You don't want to go, because yeah. that just gets binned and it's part of like food waste, which is another issue in itself. Mm. But yeah, you honestly, the crispy cauliflower leaves, it was amazing. It was so tasty. The next thing I always like to ask my guests is a book that they would recommend that we could read. And it doesn't need to be, you know, it doesn't need to be self-help. It could be just something that you think we can all get a smile from. I have not always been a reader. Mm -hmm. And I think that is more so to do with the fact that I tell myself on a daily basis, oh, it's okay, it's because you're not a big reader. <laughs> but as part of my medical morning, I now make it a point to read 10 pages of a book. And I'm through like four books. So you do it in the morning? It. Yeah, I do it in the morning. Yeah, so after I've meditated and I've like refocused my mind, because I can't, that's one of the things, I, I'm a squiggle. That'll meet, like, some people will know what that means. Some people well, won't, when but, you're writing. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm very squiggly in my brain. Yeah. Like, it, it, just, it's, it's just coming out. So, after I've done my affirmations and after I've done my gratitude and my mind starts to race, doing my meditation, it's like, calm my mind again, means that I can then read with, because I, what I found is I don't enjoy reading, so I'll start reading and the word, I'm looking at the words, but I'm thinking about something else. Yeah. goes by so quickly and I love it. So, and that's why I found it hard to read because I just can't concentrate. So yeah. I do 10 minutes of meditating and then I'll read 10 pages of a book. And I really enjoyed was The Secret. Yes, brilliant. And actually um, the man that introduced me to that book was 
last week's guest, Dom, he introduced me and all my closest friends to this book. And it's just, it, what, it's what changes your mindset, I think. Manifest what you want and believe. That's like, and it goes back to my secret number one. Be your biggest cheerleader. Believe that you can get it. Declare it. Say, I'm going to do that. I am going to be a firefighter. Yeah, oh, I cannot wait to see you in this outfit. We fire, yeah, firefighter no, Talia. Fire, <laughs> now, the final thing I'm going to squeeze from you today is a nice Instagram follow. I always ask for this because I'm trying to follow, it's a kind of like a vision board and I'm trying to vision positivity every day and, and see the things that are going to have a good impact on my mind rather than a bad impact. Oh my goodness. Okay, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, I started listening to him years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, through a friend who recommended him again he he is an entrepreneur he's american he is so down to earth he just explains life so simply yeah it's i love a black he's, and white outlook he's, he repeats something over and over again so a lot of kids who are like they want to be youtube stars they want to be like tiktok famous and all of this they they always contact him and ask him for advice on how to do this that and the next thing and they want to be there like part of the culture right now is people want instant like gratification and an instant results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you will get that, and the time for doing that is in your is like in your thirties. Because yeah. in your thirties, you're not even halfway through your life. I know. So he was like, he's you come like... out of school, and all you've done is like be educated for like X amount of years, and then you think <laughs> that you're gonna like go off and start this career in something that like you know you're 18 years old. He's just like, use that time to go and do so many different things and get so much experience in your life that when you're then 30 you're like right i've tried x y and z i've made my mistakes i've kissed frogs i've you know done jobs that are good i've done jobs that are bad i've learned what i'm good at and i've learned what i like yeah what's doing now want my career to be and then you've got more than half your life in front of you i was like that's amazing I've never heard that because it is we all like think right after school that's it what's your job going to be and how are you going to be good at it and how are you going to be successful and you're at it it's a bit like I was lucky I knew what I wanted to do I always wanted to do hairdressing but no I was 15 when I started and things change and (laughs) your life changes it is and it's so interesting when you say like we are only halfway through our life because you do get to 30 I was only 30 this year and it's like oh Oh no, <laughs> like panic. But actually, you've still got so long to go and enjoy. And everyone does say it gets like the best, best kind of time, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. So he's definitely a Instagram follow for me. He's got he's got a great podcast as well. But if you want to hear life truths, and he will actually tell you how to become a millionaire, and he will he's all written down. You can get the PDF documents because he knows for a fact that 99.9% of people actually won't make the steps yeah, because they're still too driven by the ego yeah. that they're scared of what people will think. Yeah. So he's willing to give away all the secrets for free because oh. he knows that people won't do it. That's it. <laughs> because people are trying so hard to be something they're not. I have really loved this. I feel like I've got so much out of it. And and I know you as well. So I was really into these deep conversations and it just, you bounce off each other. It's been great. I've loved every moment of it. Hopefully other people find it interesting. I got a lot out of that. So I'm hoping a lot of other people do. Thank you you so so much. much. Thanks, Talia. And everything you said, I will do my best to note it down on the 
Instagram at Sharing Secrets Podcast. Yeah, you'll find everything there and you can find Talia at Talia Today. That's what's called. Yeah, Talia yeah. That's great. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I really love today's show. Sorry again about the quality of the sound, but we are having such a good chat that I didn't want to make it, didn't want to redo it to make it any better because I felt like it was just so real and so exciting when we were doing it. So... I really hope you managed to enjoy it as much as I do and I hope you felt inspired by Talia. She really makes you feel empowered and ready to take on any challenge. Now, I have an interesting secret to share with you today. Like I say over and over, I'm at the start of learning Ayurveda and I really want to keep learning and sharing as many tips as I can with you all. Ayurveda is meant to help realign us to the natural rhythm of nature and help us find harmony. It has got some complicated rules, should we say, but I have found that when I follow them, it helps to bring me back to my centre. And I'm not saying I've managed to follow everything daily, but adding small parts that I can easily put into my routine can really help. Now, today's secret is based on what our bodies can digest. When our bodies are in full agony, which means our fire, our digestive fire, and when we're feeling good and strong, a lot of this could be down to how well we are digesting the food, this could be what we are eating, when we are eating and also how we are eating. So sitting down and enjoying every single plate of food that we eat and not eating when we are stressed is massive to our digestion. But the one thing I want to share with you today is about fruit. Fruit is a tricky one because we know it's good for us and we know we can eat it seasonally and it can be great. But it's all about when and how we eat it. Fruit is best on an empty stomach. So try concentrate having your fruit first thing in the morning. Great if you've got activities like yoga, as it's really not good to do anything like that on an empty stomach anyway. The other thing with fruit is it really doesn't pair well with much else, especially dairy. It's better to cook your fruit than to eat it raw. That's another good tip. So when you're sitting down in the morning and you're enjoying your beautiful bowl of fruit and yogurt, but afterwards you don't feel that great and you don't have that much energy afterwards either. That's because the two don't digest well together and they put stress on our digestive fire. So it's something that you love for breakfast and you don't want to give it up and you've got me in your head saying, oh, I love my fruit, I love my yogurt. But try cooking your fruit and this again is just how we're eating it so you can still have your meals that you enjoy just think about how and when you'll eat it so eat it first thing on an empty stomach and try cooking it and having a stewed apple for breakfast is amazing fyi try it with a coconut yogurt instead of your kind of greek or plain yogurts because they it will combine and mix better and be better on our digestive system which will then give you more energy your skin will be more glowing and yeah, just all around better for our well-being. Hope that makes sense. Thank you again for following my journey. And I'm really enjoying being able to share these secrets with you. I'm really learning a lot from my guests each week. You can find all of the guest secrets over on the show notes and also over on the Sharing Secrets podcast on Instagram. I do try and share daily secrets myself and motivational quotes to help keep us all on the right track. I'm loving all the feedback I'm getting so far. It's amazing. So thank you. And remember to subscribe and share with your friends and family. And I'll be back again next week with another great guest. Thank you to my sister Erin for all the editing and coaching as always. Happy weekend everyone. Much love.